Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about a very common characteristic of a lot of narcissists. They're obsessed with their exes. Not all of them, but most of them can't let go of their exes. And people say, well, why, you know, why is this? Why do they go back to their exes? A lot of times they go back to their exes because you know, they never ever left their ex and they were always in contact with them and you didn't know it. Or they screwed their ex over and now they're obsessed with trying to win their ex back. Because here's the thing, like I told you before, narcissists, they can't handle exposure, but they can't handle abandonment either. All right. So when they break up with an ex, They feel a loss inside, just like the loss they felt as a child. There is an emptiness inside them. So they always want to have a connection to their past, all right? So this is why I tell you, when you get involved with with a narcissist, if you don't know they're a narcissist, always make sure there's no lingering exes in the background. If they're too friendly, get out of there, okay? Okay. If they haven't made a complete, you know, break from that person, get out of there. Make sure there is no connection, no relationship there. Because what they do is they breadcrumb their exes, okay? And how do they do that? They may just contact and hoover them now and then just to see, you know, if the ex will talk to them. And what they do is they manipulate the exes and they manipulate you. They play two sides to the middle, you guys, all right? So they're love bombing you, but they're still hoovering their exes because one is never enough for a narcissist. They always, you know, they validate themselves by the number of supply they have. They're not, they're not just good with one. They've got to feel wanted. It's all part of inflating that fragile ego of theirs. So they also can't deal with rejection. Narcissists can't deal with rejection, although they constantly reject people and abandon people and discard people coldly, but they can't ever handle it if you ever did it to them, okay? And they will hoover you. And what they'll do is if you really reject a narcissist, that's when they're going to hit you with that smear campaign. Like if you do a reverse discard where you say, you know what, this person's not showing me any attention, they're very indifferent to me, and you discard them, what they're going to do is they're going to smear you, okay? Because they've got to always look like the good guy or the good girl. So they're going to make it like you left them. Oh, we broke up because of you. Oh, you didn't give the relationship a chance. Meanwhile, they know what they were doing. They were busy with other people, or they lost interest in you, but they didn't let you go, okay? Narcissists rarely, rarely ever cut you off unless they have to cut you off, all right? Unless you become so volatile with the narcissist and it's, you know, jeopardizing whoever they're with, they got to get rid of you. That's why a lot of narcissists, what they do is they block you, okay? When they've got somebody lined up, they will block you cold. They'll start an argument over nothing just for a reason to block you. And you're sitting there like, did I say something? No, the narcissist was looking for a reason to get rid of you, get you out of the way 
so that they can pursue that other supply that they've been talking to. They can't have you around because they're having a hard time juggling the two of you. So they may block you cold and then be busy with this new supply. And then when things don't work out with that new supply, guess what? They unblock you and they, they see if you reach out to them. A lot of times a narcissist will unblock you because they want to see if you're watching. And if you contact them after um, they unblocked you, they know that you're thinking of them, you're sweating them. So that's why I tell you guys, if a narcissist ever blocks you and then unblocks you, you make sure you block them so that they know that that door is shut. Because if you don't, they think there's still hope there. They, they know that they still have a hold on you. Okay, you've got to let them know they are done. That's why you've got to block. I know people that said, well, I don't want to block them because I don't want to let them know that they got to me or something like that. No, you've got to block them and make it clear. Like, I, I am done here. You have crossed my boundaries. You are toxic. You have treated me poorly. It, it's a wrap. You can't ever give a narcissist hope that they can come back because you're going to inflate their ego. And then, you know, they're going to think they got you and try to come back and treat you lousy. So here's the thing, you guys, when you're trying to understand narcissists, and a lot of them go back to their exes, or like I said, they were never completely broken off from their exes. I coach a lot of people that have dealt with narcissists that went back to their exes, okay? And what I tell them is that they never, ever lost contact with that ex. They may have been broken up, but they're still contacting them, or they could have been having situationships with them. There was some line of communication going on that you didn't know about, okay? So the thing is, narcissists, what they do is they like to breadcrumb everybody, okay? When they're hot with you, they're going to be cold with the other person. When they're cold with the other person, they're going to be hot with you. This is because they can't put their energy everywhere. All right. They're going to put their energy wherever they're getting the most supply from. And then when they see a roadblock there or a boundary there, they're, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to compromise themselves to your boundaries. They're just going to look for somebody else that's easier to deal with. Okay. And narcissists, you know, they're running with it because of social media. There's so much supply out there. There's so many people that don't understand what narcissism is, or they don't even recognize they're dealing with a narcissist. And they think that these people are actually into them because the narcissist is manipulating them into thinking, oh, they're so into them. They're finding their way to make time and see this person and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, they're seeing me every weekend and, you know, they're calling me all the time. They can't have somebody. Anytime that they're not with you, they could be with somebody else. When you're sleeping, they could be with somebody else. When they tell you they're working, they could be with somebody else. They could be with somebody else on their lunch hour, okay? They could be with somebody else in the early hours of the morning when you're sleeping and they could tell you they're sleeping. Whenever they're not talking to you is when they could be talking to somebody else or seeing somebody else, okay? So the way you're going to know it is by if they're consistent with it over a period of time, their pattern of behavior in seeing you 
seeing you and talking to you, okay? Somebody who's, you know, completely single, which most of the time a narcissist is never completely single, they never want to put their eggs all in one basket because if it doesn't work out, they're left high and dry with nobody. And that is like death to a narcissist. This is why they always have a backup plan. You know, if they're not sleeping with somebody or have a situationship, they have their feelers out. They're talking to other people that you don't know about, all right? They could be talking to them on apps and then coming home and deleting those apps. So there's a lot of different ways a shifty narcissist can, you know, operate. Always look at their prior track record. Look at their history, how long they were with somebody. Not that that necessarily means anything because a narcissist could have been married 20 years and been cheating on somebody. And so here you are, you're meeting the narcissist. They're telling you they're divorced when maybe they're not divorced. A lot of them, you know, say they're divorced and they're not divorced. And if, and you say stuff, well, you know, they were able to be in a relationship for 20 years. They must be, you know, relationship material. No. Okay. Because a narcissist could be in a long-term relationship, but they're going to do what they want on the side. You know how many people are married to narcissists and they don't find out the shady shit that they're doing till later on, till like 20, 30 years down the road, okay? Sometimes this stuff comes out later. The more you educate yourself on narcissism or, you know, eventually what's in the darkness always comes into the light, but it doesn't necessarily happen right away, that's why I tell you guys, you got to be sharp. You've got to pick up on those red flags. What are some of the red flags? They disappear. This is the biggest one, you guys. The biggest one. When somebody disappears and then they come back to you and they, they give you some BS excuse why you know they couldn't call you or, or something like that, that is a red flag. And if you see a consistent pattern of this, then you know that somebody's playing shady games with you, okay? Because if you've got to question it, you know there's something not right there. And that's your gut telling you, that's God's intuition telling you that something is not right, okay? And narcissists always fuck up, okay? Because they they live, you know, they don't live a straight kind of honest life, a truthful life, and their patterns are going to start to show up and you're going to start to spot these patterns. And you'll also be able to spot it in their attitude towards you. When a narcissist is out doing their thing on the side, they're going to seem like they're not really with you, okay? They may be with you in body, but you're going to feel like they're very indifferent, they could take or leave being with you. A lot of them will be on their phones the whole time and they couldn't care less um, whether you're around or you're not around. Their mind is somewhere else, okay? It's not focused in on you. So if you're with somebody and you feel like there's a distance there, you could be dealing with like a covert narcissist that's living a secret life that you don't know about. And narcissists live secret lives, okay? And why do they do that? Because they don't trust, all right? This is, the, this is a big one, you guys. Understand this. Narcissists don't trust people. 
They don't even trust their family a lot of times, but they're going to trust their family ahead of you. All right. That's why you can never say anything bad about the narcissist family or they'll take you, you know, they'll rip your throat out. Okay. Because that's still their family and they trust their family most of the time over you. So the point is they're always, they need a multitude of options. They need to feel fulfilled. They, you have to understand the narcissist. They are an empty shell of a person. Okay. They feel very, very inferior. They are insecure. So what they're trying to do is, and I'd love to do a diagram of this and put it like on my social media. Uh, Think of a narcissist as an empty tank that's trying to fill themselves up with happiness and instant pleasure and instant gratification. And the way that they do that is in numbers. The more people that tell them they're wonderful, the more people that validate them inflates that fragile ego, okay? So they need to feel wanted. They need to feel praised, okay? They also love mind games. Narcissists love the game. They love to play with people's heads, because it gives them a rush in thinking that they're clever. And covert narcissists do this all the time. They keep secrets and they do it because number one, they don't trust you. And number two, they get a charge out of knowing something that you don't. It's like a cheater. A lot of these narcissists that cheat, it's not even just for the instant gratification of instant pleasure that they get because they're impulsive, but it's the thrill of deceit. I know something that you don't. I'm smarter than you. You know, you're, you're a dummy because you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're too transparent. You leave yourself open, you know, to be attacked. Whereas I'm clever. I hold it all inside. And this is exactly the covert narcissist. They think that they're clever because they have things going on that you don't. And they, they sit there face to face with you. And they're basically laughing at you underneath their breath, knowing that they're doing something deceitful that you don't know. Okay. They get a rise out of that. And why do they do that? Because they don't trust you or because maybe you fight with them. A lot of times they do it to be for revenge. Okay. A lot, especially, um, covert narcissists, you know, they won't tell you when they're pissed off. What they'll do is they'll either go cold on you Okay, they'll, they'll pretend like everything's all right, but deep down they're cold to you or they'll cheat on you behind your back. And because I knew somebody like this and he, he used to say to me, if I wanted to get back at you, all I got to do is cheat on you. And that was his way of revenge. He's doing something covert wise, you know, undercover to try to get back at somebody when he's pissed off. That's why I tell you, when you deal with a covert narcissist, you better trust and believe there are secrets there that you don't know about, okay? And you won't find those out till years down the road, okay? They could be having affairs. They could be hiding money. They could be, you know, having business deals that you don't know about. Uh, They could be talking and smearing you behind your back and you don't know about it and you find out about it later on. They're talking to people about you. 
They're discrediting you behind your back, all right? So understand this. When you deal with a covert narcissist, they smile to your face and they stab you in the back. You never see it coming because they pretend everything's all right, okay? And you see this a lot with um, covert, covert narcissistic females, okay? They will pretend things are all right, but then they'll, be, they'll run cold. They'll run cold or they'll have, you know, different guy friends and they'll call them a friend when it's really more than a friend or, the, or they'll reach out to their exes because they're pissed off at you or you're not giving them enough attention. They don't feel like you're kissing their ass. So what are they going to do? They're going to go behind your back and they're going to have different relationships behind your back, okay? And that's their way of spiting you for not giving them that admiration or the attention that they feel they deserve, okay? So they love to keep their exes around because number one, they know their ex. They know how to manipulate their ex. They know what makes their exes tick. They've gotten supply off their exes. And it's just convenient, okay, if their ex will allow it. it. That is, if their ex will allow them coming back into their life. Some of their exes are smart and they cut them off and they don't want anything to do with the narcissist. If, if, you know, if a narcissist is not dealing with an ex, nine times out of ten, it's because that ex is smart and saw the narcissist for what they were and made sure they didn't want anything else to do with them. Because if the narcissist could get back in with that ex, they would. Narcissists never just throw things to the wind, okay? Everything is an opportunity to a narcissist. Very rarely will a narcissist burn a bridge. And I knew narcissists that used to tell me, covert narcissists, and they used to say, oh, I never burn a bridge. They will never burn a bridge, okay? Because that is a road to opportunity and supply, whatever the supply could be, sex, money, your admiration. It's a contact, all right? So that's why narcissists are such good um, networkers. They love to network. They love to have connections everywhere. Oh, I could call this person if I need this. Oh, I could call this person if I need that. And narcissists have different supply for different needs that they need met. Like in other words, you could have a narcissist that has a supply that's purely for sex. But meanwhile, they want a supply of money, so they may go with somebody, let's say an older person, because they're not looking for sex maybe from the older person, but they're looking for money from the older person. And from the younger person, they're looking for sex, all right? So they use different supply for different needs that they want to meet their needs, okay? And <clears throat> like I said, you got to remember the core concept of the narcissist they hate to be alone, okay? Trust me when I tell you, because I've dealt with so many of them. They hate, most of them do, okay? You may have a rare instance where you have a bitter narcissist that likes to be by themselves. That's very rare, and that may be later on in life. But in general, narcissists love to have people around, okay? They love that admiration, and they don't want to be alone, they're going to portray the exact opposite of who they truly are when you meet them. Let's say you meet them on a dating app or something. 
They're going to portray themselves as a home buddy. They're going to portray themselves as innocent. Oh, what's a dating app? I never used a dating app. They're going to do the dumb, stupid routine of the covert narcissist and play that they're stupid when they're really very slick and smart. And a lot of them are on every single dating app, but they're going to play stupid or they'll say something like, oh, my sister put me on there. I didn't even want to go on there. Or they'll say that they're celibate Meanwhile, they're not celibate and they're out there having situationships all over the place. So they're going to portray and project the opposite of who they are to you, okay? Because they don't want to look like they're a scoundrel. They don't want to look like they're out hunting, 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 hunting supply, okay? They want you to think of them as this innocent person. So a source of their supply, again, is their exes. And if a narcissist can go back to their ex, you know that that ex has weak boundaries, is desperate, or doesn't want to be alone, or doesn't see the narcissist as toxic. Their ex, if they can go back to their ex, that means that their exes can be manipulated, okay? They, because a lot of people come back to me and they say, why do their exes keep the narcissist in their life? They know this person cheated on them. Why are they, why would the ex take them back? Because the ex probably has very low self-esteem or the ex can't be alone or the ex is afraid to start over with somebody new. And so it's just easier to take back the toxic narcissist. And now the toxic narcissist is love bombing them. So they're living in that hope that this person's going to change when they don't realize that they're dealing with a toxic narcissist that will never change because they don't self-reflect. Narcissists don't change 99.9% .9 of the time because they don't self-reflect. If you don't acknowledge you have a problem, you can't change the problem and they can't acknowledge it because they can't face shame. So anybody that acknowledges that they're a narcissist is doing it for either money or notoriety. They're getting something out of it because nobody is going to sit there and call themselves a narcissist unless they got something to gain or unless their back is against the wall and they're trying to save their marriage and they're just going along with the program, okay? You see this in therapy, but they'll just sit there. They won't look at it like they're trying to change themselves. They're just trying to appease their partner to shut them up, okay? And they're gonna manipulate the therapist and they're gonna manipulate the partner into thinking that, they're oh, they're really trying to change and everything like, no like that. The narcissist is laughing under their breath at you and the therapist because deep down they don't feel anything is wrong with themselves, okay? Or they don't care, okay? Remember this, narcissists don't care, okay? The, the only thing they care about is, you know, what can you do for me? So if I have to pretend like I'm going to therapy and everything like that, you know, so that I don't have to get divorced and pay out child support. Yeah, I'll pretend, I'll pretend, and I'll just be good for a little while, and then I'm going to revert back to my old ways, okay? And this is exactly how it goes, and how do I know? Because I've seen it so many times, all right? There's no experience like life experience, you guys. You wouldn't know that, I wouldn't know this stuff 
unless I lived it. I wouldn't know this stuff unless I grew up around it because I not only grew up around narcissists and I, my father was a malignant narcissist and I came from a very volatile home, okay? I was married to a covert narcissist over 13 years and I had other narcissistic relationships with a malignant narcissist and other people and I studied narcissism inside out and like I said, it's so easy to apply it when you've lived it. You could spot it, all right? So we try to educate people before they get into that point, okay? And the problem is, until you've really lived through the cruelty of a narcissist, and that means even you don't know what the cruelty is till like you've had kids with a narcissist and tried to co-parent with a narcissist, because that's the worst, 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 you guys. You're going to be doing everything for the kids, and you're going to be dealing with a miserable person that's going to make your life difficult, okay? Difficult with everything, with the children, co-parenting financial obligations, things for the kids. They're horrible, okay? They're hor Trust me, I know, because I'm, I'm still going to court seven years later and dealing with this bullshit, all right? So the bottom line that I'm trying to tell you guys with these narcs, getting back to the point with the exes, is when you're dealing with a narcissist, you better make sure that they are not having any contact with their exes because nine times out of 10, they will if they can, okay? If they can do it, if they can have contact with their exes and their ex is, you know, entertaining them, they will, they will. And it's because their ex is another source of supply. So to wrap this all up, when you think about a narcissist, think about somebody that is thirsty for validation and admiration and one supply is not going to do it. Not going to do it. Narcissists will need a multitude of supply to fill up that empty tank of unhappiness inside them. Because if they have 10 people telling them that they want them, that is going to inflate their head enormously and make them think that they are the shit, okay? But if they only have one person and they realize that this person, you know, this could go bad, and then they're left, you know, alone. Oh my God, a narcissist that's left alone is how you kill the narcissist. They hate to be alone and not have anybody. They absolutely hate it. That's why the minute your relationship is starting to crumble, they're going to be on that phone contacting a bunch of people to know that there's somebody else around, okay? Okay. They will never, ever put themselves in a position that they're going to have a breakup with you and they're going to be left sitting home by themselves. Never, ever, 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 ever happen. Trust me when I tell you, because I've seen so many breakups where that narcissist jumps right into another relationship to validate themselves and throw it in the other person's face, okay? So I hope that helps you guys to understand how narcissists operate and to stay away from these narcissists because they're probably, you know, trying to reach out to an ex somewhere and chit chat with them and know that they're there so that they could feel like important or something. And also, they also want to, you know, calm their own minds. The reason also they reach out to the narcissist is they either want to smear them if that narcissist is, you know, giving them a hard time 
when they're trying to hoover them back, or they're going to try to create doubt in those ex's mind and thinking like, oh, I really wanted this relationship to work. You're the one that didn't give it a try. This is what they do. They're going to flip the breakup so that the ex thinks that, you know, oh, maybe I didn't give it a try. And then they're able to weasel their way back into the ex's life and they're still going to be prospecting for supply or dealing with you on the side and you're thinking that this person is single. Get away from them. The minute that you see them disappear is the minute that you know you're dealing with a shady one and probably a shady narc, okay? So I hope that helps you guys. If it does, hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp123 and also on Instagram the game exp123 okay and have a great day mm-hmm.